Right, last night I was listening to this old tape that I haven't heard in years and years and years in, of Rib Shlomo, and there's this nigan on there that I, I love. That we, I don't think people people don't really know it, but it's such a it's such a developed nigan. I want to want to sing it this morning. To, to write Nigunim, and I got so embarrassed because I realized something. Ani Ganav. I'm a thief. Why? Because I, I must have heard this like Mamish 20 years ago. You know, Jerry, I Mamish didn't even recognize you with the upturn before my glasses were off. Yeah. And I, I couldn't, I don't really see that well. And I, with the upturn, I barely recognized you before. Oh, my yeah, yeah, your upturn. Why am I? I'm, I'm a Ganav. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm so embarrassed. It was such a. But on this tape, he's trying to write a nigun. Uh, it, it actually, it's a, it came out, it's eventually became a very a popular nigun. Yeah. 
now he's trying to write the second part, okay? So he starts going like this. Does it one time, but it must have gotten so into my kishkas when I heard it. Years later, we have this Negun Yismach Melech, but those, like, this... So, it is what it is, meant to be. Okay. So, we have well, this, whole, this whole week of sponsorships has been incredible, the whole month whole month of, of, of Tevis has been sponsored by Mishpachat Avram for the Rufu Shlema of David Pinchas from Mendel Sara. And the week has been sponsored by Aryan Shira Gantavnik, in memory of Shira's Saba, Abraham Irwin, Rabbi Michael and Phyllis Miller, in memory of Dr. Mark Wiener, Mordechai Nachman, Ben Chaim, Mary, Vishashan it's Phyllis's brother's fourth Yordzeit, and in memory of Dr. Meyer, Mike Wiener, Nachai Meir, Ben Yaakov, Nachum Aliba, Abba, and his third year at Seichov Beis Tevis. Also, Avram and Miriam Deutsch, in memory of, this is a very emotional one, Sarah Batsian, Bas Avram Yaakov Achayalea, it's Avram's mother, like we said this week. She was named by the Helege Eish Kodesh, by the Piasetz Nerevas Chis Aleinu, Avram Deutsch's mother. Whenever I think about it, I get, I get emotions. Unbelievable thing. And in memory of Leah Bashmol Eliezer Veliba, that's Miriam's aunt on her yard site. Today, Sponsored by specifically today by Rachel Burko in memory of her grandmother on her yard site, Sarah Batsian, and in honor of Miriam and Yossi Sawson's 25th wedding anniversary. Yossi's, Yossi's working, but uh, we're, we're, parting, we're parting with them. Okay. Um, there are two more farm here for whoever needs, okay? And there's, this is two, there's two more that we're here, whoever wants to purchase, speak to Israel, and if we need more, we'll. Have to, they don't. They have more or no? They ordered. Yeah. They ordered more. Okay. And having Yeshua with us is always a special treat. Always a special treat. Okay, chaverim, open up please to Daf Sadeh Gimel. This is a very special. This is a, this is a. You know, I told you last week, Rabbi Yaakov Shechter was kidnapped and all that, right? You know that we we spoke about it last week. It's such a crazy thing. Like he was kidnapped. In Olam Hazeh, but because he lives in Olam HaEmes, he wasn't even kid. Like, if you look at him, if you look at videos that are coming out of him now, it doesn't even look like anything happened to him. But Mamish, he was, it's just insane. <laughs> it's like Mamish living up there, watching these videos. I see Richard Meyer Morgenstern was with him this week, and other people, other tzaddikim, and people are going to get bracha, this and that. He's just he's sitting and like, you could kidnap me, throw me here. I'm shaneh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm there. So what are you going to, you know, I'm there. I'll tell you something that's, gonna, that's very controversial, but I, I really don't care anymore about certain things. I'm, if I'm here, like, what is this stuff going to do to me? One time Reb Shlomo was offered a joint, and his response was, brother, I'm here. Where is this going to get me to? To, like, here? Here? I'm here, right? So the, real, the people that are, the MS, like, that this Torah, this stuff is, like, actually... More, t- more real than actually grabbing onto a table, like right now. Olam has this stuff. It's not, it's a law, it's a shumdavar, it's a klum. It's a lono galim. 
So otherwise, we should be zochet to be here, to be here. And the stuff of this world, as much as it's metal as much as it could shake us up, it doesn't really need to get to us. If we're really, if we're really holding, I didn't get to see you. Sorry. If we're really hanging on to what, to what really, you know, what really matters in life. So in the schools of this Torah, the Rav Yaakov Meir has been teaching us. It'll also help us understand that Shabbos is this place to grab onto. Where if you're grabbing, grabbing onto Shabbos and Shabbos is grabbing onto you, this stuff, this down downstairs stuff, doesn't really get to us. Why? Because it doesn't touch our shoresh. And that's what we started learning last week. If you remember last week, I'm sorry, I said Tzadik Gimel, it should be Tzadik Aleph. Great, sorry about that. We began speaking about the Indian of Menucha, that the rest that Hashem wants us to have on Shabbos, Menucha Shlema She'ata Rotzeba, I tell you, it's changed my, my, my davening. Menucha, just focusing and meditating upon and, and, and inhaling these words, Menucha Shlema She'ata Rotzeba. It's a menucha, Hashem Yisbarach, that you want me to have. A menucha that you want me to have. What type of menucha do you want me to have? You want me to return again. Return again. Return to the root of my soul. That's what you want me to do. That's what you're doing by giving me Shabbos. You're giving me an opportunity to return to the root of my soul. And in the root of my soul, I become a prophet, like we learned last week by Baruch ben Neria, who was the student of... Yemiyanavi, right? Yemiyanavi, yeah. And he said, "Listen, menucha lo matzasi. I I can't find menucha. I don't have menucha. Why? Because the base of Migdash was charev, and the base of Migdash, which in a place resembles what Shabbos is in time. Nachon, on a space level, the base of Migdash is what Shabbos represents in time. When I'm in my source, there I realize who I am and what I can be." The type of prophecy that Piyasetzna Rebbe Chusagin speaks to us about. Not prophecy of fortune telling. Prophecy of Gilui HaNefesh. I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of doing. Which the Rebbe was saying in the beginning of Achshar Savrechim could be even deeper than fortune telling, than prophecy of Koyama Hashem, this is what's going to happen one day. So Menucha Shlema Sha'at is basically believing that when Hashem gives me Shabbos, it's in order to go to my place of, of menucha, of, of rest, of menucha sanefesh. And that's what we began learning last week, that as long as we had the Beis HaMikdash, that existed in, spa- in, in space. And now, for thousands of years, this has really only been existing in time, because let's face it does it does it still does it exist back in I mean, we're trying to learn all these mitzvahs yeshivarits and everything but in terms of space what space is there where you go into that space and it's menucha truth is nissim shared something said so many deep things one of the things he said remember about his little uh makom that he that he that he in his apartment in his house like a bedroom that he before he was even really right he built a little mishkan huh? yeah you know Return to the root of your soul. Return to the root of your soul. It's my dream that anyone that walks into this into this makom kadosh, they, they, they have a taste of menucha. Doesn't mean they're doesn't mean ah oh, I could take a rest. It means now I could now I could get my game on. Now that I can. Now I could work. What? But why? But when that type of work happens, it's it doesn't feel like it's draining. Adarab, more and more and more, more and more work. Bidiuk. 
Bidiuk. Okay. So now we're going to learn one paragraph today, bottom of Tzadik Aleph, from the bottom, bottom left column. So Rav Yaakov Meir teaches us, Listen to this amazing Mishnah. I'm sure you, I'm sure you know this Mishnah, but it's a, what he does with this is amazing. Mishnah and Kalim. Kol shebayam tohor chutz mikelev hamayim mipnei shehu boreach layabasha. I'm just going to say the pshat of this, and then we'll learn it inside. Any, anything that's in the sea is tahor, aside from kelev hamayim. What's kelev hamayim? Like a seal. Seal. A seal. Why? Because it's boreach layabasha. Because it flees to the to dry land. What's going on over here? This is, this is a very, very deep mission. This is like, I see your minds are already going like, 500 miles deeper. What a mission. What is, what's going on again? Okay. Everything, all creatures of the sea are tahor. Besides a seal, because a seal flees to dry land. Let's see how he develops this. Klomar. Sh'al pi hilchos ben We know there is a tremendous, when it comes to halachic, to pure, to tuma and tahara stuff, there's a tremendous distinction between the chayas of the abasha and the chayas meaning the animals that are, the creatures that are in the water and the creatures that are on, that, that, that dwell on dry land. Just to bring it down to this world, like, it's like if you build a vessel out of fish skin, it can't be makabal tuma, right? But a vessel out of other, I think, it can be. right, right. Nachon, You know, I have to, again, we're, 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 we're being very brutally honest today. The first time I understood a little bit of halacha, uh, the halachas of, of, uh, of tuman kashrus by fish, came from the most unexpected place in the world, the most unexpected lyric in a song that I don't know if... Any, you have to really work on your minds right now and go into 1994. Yeah. It's okay. Say it. It's okay to eat fish because they don't have any feelings. <laughs> Something in the way. Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to eat fish because they don't have any feelings. I don't know. But I felt like it was meant just for us to tune into a little bit of, oh, wait a second. Why? That's right. Hold on. So, what's going on over here? You never know. You just never know. Ah, well, there's plenty of things I'm wondering that I heard if it's shaykh to me too, you know. That, yeah, at least in this that's, one, not <laughs> that's another story. Anyway. Kim bali chayim animtsayim bayabasham metamim bemosam ve'ilu chayas hayam ein metamim bemitasam. What does this mean? Bali chayim animtsayim bayabasham metamim bemosam. What does that mean? A bal chay, a creature, an animal. In its death, it's, it's, it becomes tummy, right? Ve'ilu chayas hayam but it's not true about creatures of the, wa- of the water, right? But he says like this, But the seal is different. Why? It mainly spends time in water. When it's in distress, where does it retrieve, to? where does it flee to? Dry land. It's an amazing thing. Nikra mishum kach chayas hayabasha shemetama b'mosal. And since it retrieves, it flees to dry land when it's in distress, it falls under the category of chayas hayabasha and not chayas hayam. 
Do you, do you see where he's going with this? This is like the deep, this is the deepest thing in the world. So Reb Tzadok says like this, and it's one of his incredible svarim. The characteristic trait, the tchuna, the how do you say tchuna? The I guess what defines and resembles and and portrays any natural koyach in the in a creation is is that when it's in distress, which is in a state of hefecha menucha, the opposite of, of of a peaceful restful place, it's drawn to its shorish, to its place of menucha. So this is so deep. He's saying we learn from here the seal has a halachic status of what it is based on what, where it goes to when it needs to find sh- when it needs to find peace and shelter, and not where it usually resides. Seals are usually in the water most of the time, but when it comes to when push comes to shove, where do you go to? And you can see this throughout our Yiddish gate. Like when push comes to shove, where do you go to? When push comes to show, like you want to, let's say like that, I want to be, I want to be a kli tar. Okay, I want to be something becheskas tahara. So the, what I think he's saying over here is like, well, check your, check your, like your go-to when times get rough. <coughs> check your go-to. So if, and this is Reb, Reb Shlomo, this whole Torah based on Reb Nassan, right? The first thing that Admar Rishon did when he was in distress is the wrong thing. And the Ishbetu says that was really the Avera. Avera wasn't the wrong eating from the wrong thing because we do that all day long. The Avera was where did you retreat to? Where did he go? He started hiding. Hiding. Disconnection. If that's your natural go to, and that's why you and I are still stuck thousands of years later trying to do a tikkun for that initial reaction to going against our Sharish. The Sharish should be that when I do, I'm in distress. The first thing that Shlomo says, instead of hiding from, so instead of running from, run to. Remember, huh? Right, but I mean, that, that's a, when we hear that word, we usually, uh, but it's the panemius of tshuva, absolutely. Instead of running from, run to, run to. He has this long audio of describing a story that happened to one of Reb Nassim Breslover's cousins, who was a big, remember this? He was a big millionaire. Back in the time, whatever that meant, back in you know, in Odessa, he lived in Odessa, and uh, he was a kvir, and everyone came to him for money, and he was very proud of his atzlachas bechule. But at a certain point, I don't know what happened. One thing led to another, and bich, lost it all, and he couldn't show his face anywhere. He was so malibushat; it shouldn't happen to anybody. But you know how this happens; you can't even show your face. And he 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 kept on running from, running from, running from. And Reb Nassim, he came to Reb, they met him and Reb Nassim met, and he said, he said, what are you doing? Instead of running from, run to. And that's really the tikkun of Adma Rishon. Instead of hiding, go back, go back to your place of shurish. So he's, he's saying over here, we learn the halachic status of when it comes to chayot ha'basha, chayot ha'yam, based on where they retrieve, where they, where they, uh, where they retreat to. This is this is kihim mekor habracha. Shabbos is the place. It's like you know some people in some of the svarim it's referred to an ir miklat literally, 
Right? Shabbos is an ear miklat. It's it's base of. Are miklat? Yeah, and the female at Nachon. Yeah. Okay, let's let's go. You wanted to say something? I, I, it reminds me. I mean, it's not, it's not the same thing, but it's different. Um, it reminds me like the atheist. Hmm. The person is an atheist until. No atheist in a foxhole. Yeah. Because he retreats to the dry land, that's a simon that the Yabasha is actually, the Yabasha is actually, is Shoresh. Someone, Shpod. Can you pass these down? It's a. ולכן אין דינו כחיוס הים אלא כחיוס היבשה שמתנים במויסם כשם שרשה Now this whole, this whole פרק is, this whole, this whole part of the פרק is trying to show us that this is our שורש our שורש is שבס our שורש of מנוחה is really really שבס and of course the way to go into שבס has to be כל מלאכתך עשויה like all these things we've been learning until now, I have to go in with the headspace of, I don't have to take care of anything, because anything I need to do is already taken care of, it's already done. But when I'm in Shabbos itself, it's the, you know, I have one of my daughters, we not, not going to say which one, but we, we, uh, we, we nicknamed her Battery, because she keeps on going and going and going, right? It's okay, you know, my, my brother-in-law is coming for Shabbos, we call him Duracell. Mamish, <laughs> <laughs> Yehuda, he's, he's non, it's just like, he can go, he can keep on going, it's an amazing thing, right? Non-stop, non-stop. But Shabbos, like literally, is, it's this battery, but it's even, it's even deeper than a battery. It's, it's something pnimi inside, that it's meant to be the place that I retreat to. It's, it's meant to be, literally, it's meant to be this place, not to hide from, but to hide towards. This is what brings me back to this place. Now, what stops me from going to the place that I know gives me all the, all the recharging in the world? Ego. Because the ego tells me, I, I don't need it. I'm a bench. I'm a gibor. I'm supposed, I'm supposed to know how to get through everything. I'm supposed to know. Shabbos comes and mevatels us in just such a sweet, sweet, non-threatening way. Usually when someone like, pulls a bitul trip on me during the week, I... Kidding me? Shabbos, the bitul of Shabbos, the tshuva me'ahava on Shabbos, allows me to take my guard down and realize ani lo yodea klum, af pam lo yadati klum, aval ani yodea shani babayit, ani yodea sheze ashoresh. I know I'm home. I know this is the root. I know this is the source of it. This is like the shaylas. Am I a seal or am I a fish? You know, am I a seal or am I like just like little fishing? We need a lot of tefillahs on this, that that should be like this, Menucha Shlema She'ata Rotzebaya. The kind of Shabbos that we have, to, we have to live and show and offer other people is the kind of inviting Shabbos, non-threatening Shabbos, Simcha Dekat Shabbos, that brings everyone to this place in the most inviting way. Rebbe was asked all the time, what are you really, really big on? He said, I'm just saying all these things, it was his birthday two days ago, I'm thinking about him a lot, 98th, 98th birthday would have been, him and his twin brother. Well, what, you know, what are you really big on? He's like, Shh, vitamin S. Shabbos, he would say, like, that's what he really, you know, vitamin S. And 
He says, the two things I try to turn on all the, all the kids in the world to is Shabbos and Yerushalayim. And that's what we're saying. That's the source. Yerushalayim in space and Shabbos in time. Yerushalayim in space and Shabbos in time. Who's the, who's the person? I'm sorry? Who's the nefesh? Who's You are. I mean, the, tzad- the rest of it would say the tzaddik emes, but meaning that that's your your opportunity to lizdabek into the tzaddik that you show. You know, the, it's a good shaila, but I don't want it. It becomes political. It's, a, it's such a weird thing, you know. It's such a sad thing. But let's go to the let's go to the OG tzaddik emes, okay? Meishir Rabbeinu. It says by we say every single Friday morning, eh, Shabbos morning. Yismach Moshe b'matnas chelko. What are we referring to? It's a midrash on this parsha. What does this mean? Yismach Moshe b'matnas chelko. What? What chelik? What Shabbos? What's his shayach to Shabbos? So remember the story is that he Paro knew him obviously since birth. It's more or less since since he's a little boy, little kid, toddler. So he <coughs> knew. He saw the Yidin are barely making it with this avodas parach. Moshe Rabbeinu saw Yidin are and and they they they're not making it. So he, so he goes to Paro and says, listen, I have a great Eitzah to give you. you wanna, let's work them even, I think I know you want, them, you want to work Yidin even harder. <coughs> so what's your Eitzah? He said, listen, if you give them one day off, they'll have more koach afterwards to go even more chazak during the week. So I said, let's try it. And he said, what day do you think you should do? I think that last day of the week should be the day that you know, they, they go off. And then by Sunday, you're going to see they're going to come. Whatever they're producing is going to be kefel kiflaim. From that day on, they had Shabbos in Mitzrayim. Yismach Moshe b'mat naschelko. Ki even nem on karasala. So he, you know, he he was tuned. He was plugged into this matana called Shabbos before Shabbos was given. There's a lot of other midrashim that speak about Noach. Noach also it says Naicha leEla, Naicha leTata, the famous Zayar that Alter Rebbe has the famous Maimer Maimer Rabim on speaking about Noach is Milashon Menucha. He was also plugged into Shabbos because he was Makabel. He was able to receive. There's a lot of tires on this too. So I'd say in Nefesh, Moshe Rabbeinu brings us the clearest type of imagery, the Kohen Gadol also. Then whoever that, whoever that person is in your life, then in their presence is Shabbos. The person we're learning from right now, anyone that's ever been to him, knows when you're in that room, it's Shabbos. That's what I was trying to say before about this footage of him this week about after being kidnapped, he doesn't even look, it doesn't even look like anything is. It's, it's an amazing thing. Whoever, yeah. Just want to make sure I got the basics. Sorry. Um, yeah. Why is water tahor and land to maize? Mikvah? Like, we're basing this whole thing on where, is it, where does the seal go from Nocha? Or to, or to, uh, where does the seal go? The seal goes to land, and then therefore he's um, to me. Right, I, I, want to, I want to understand, and I'm, I'm sure I'm understanding the, the shine. The natural place of a rest for this fish is in the water. Therefore, the fish is taller. Oh, but bemita, no. Why? why? Bemitasam. Well, we have to, no, no, no. It, there's, you see in the Mishnah, it says in Kalim Perik Yudzain, right? I believe the, like three or four prakim before that in the Mishnahis of Kalim explained the halachic status of, of, of creatures when they, when they die. Zatomeret, most things, most, the, the living ones, right? They need shechita, right? But why, so why is it, it's connected to what the lyrics we said before, why is it that they don't need, they have different statuses of when they're in their state of death, if they're metame or metaher. Okay. Yeah. Now, 
the, the pnimius of it has to do with what, of course, has to do with their natural habitant is in a state of maim chaim, of water. Nachon meod. So, it would be so kedai to continue to learn all the Mishnah of Kalim. Yeah? You see how you saved in my phone? <laughs> I didn't yeah. just change that. Right, no, no, I know, I know, I know. So, okay, so, let's, let's go one more, one more paragraph. And this will, this will lead us into the next state of Menucha that this Sefer is all about. Let's take a person. He's a tremendously intellectually developed and refined human being. Okay? Which by some people that's a stira mina yube, what I just said right now. Right? Hear what I said, right? <coughs> An intellectually developed, refined person, right? But let's say... <laughs> huh? No. The, but let's say, Mamesh, a Baal Moyach, a Baal Moyach, like a real Kishron, a real Kishron. You know, you see, you see in the news this week, there's a 25-year-old boy. Did you see this? 25-year-old boy that has CP, finished Shas five or six times, just finished his smicha for Rabbanus, by the Rabbanut Areshit. Those are very, very serious tests. Nothing got in his way. What a Baal Moyach he is. He has CP. He can barely get words out. It's an amazing thing. He happens to be the... I, I know him. I know the family. It's a family that from Ranana, one of the sons was killed. The sister was in my class. He was killed in a terrorist attack. The name was Uri Shachor. 27 years ago, his nephew was named after him. Uri Yitzchak Shachor is this kid with CP, 25 years old. Banged out Shas five or six times and finished the smicha to the Rabbanut. Sivan Rav Meir wrote a whole post about this this week. Baal Moyach. You have people that are simply, they, they're gifted, and they realize, Kaddish Baruch Hu, you gave me such das, what am I doing with it? So people are using it, and using their moach, using their moach, using their intellect, using their mochin, in a holy way. And you're busy dealing with big things in the world. Even a person like that has to rest and get, get a little bit of shluf, get a little bit of rest. There's a limit to how much you can actually use the mind. That's a use, you know, we have a lot of demuyot like this, they became, they became a shugana because the mind drove them to insanity because they never ever gave it a rest. What's an example? Any examples think of? I wasn't even. I don't know. I wasn't even thinking about you know Jewish necessarily. Just brilliant, brilliant people, musicians. Come on. Uh, Mozart wasn't exactly. Uh, huh? Speaking of Kirk. <laughs> Naturally, not. Uh, right? well, Howard Hughes. Uh, huh? Like Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. Yeah. You have these big monkey. What was that movie that? Uh, uh, what's his name was in about a genius that we, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah so you see meaning the ma- there's no rest it's like a, it's, a, it's a big it, but the brain is he's saying you have big big mochin big big mochin but they don't have they don't have an, an ounce a second of rest they're gonna they're gonna crash it's amazing only after they rest their moach is mischazek kind of like what Moshe Rabbeinu told Paro about the goof it's also true about us, that only once we rest our minds from such asiyah, then it becomes stronger again. 
Not just that you can keep on going, you can keep on receiving das and chokhmah. Same thing when it comes to matters of holiness. That was a very gashmi thing we just said right now. Now we're going to say the same thing about kedusha. There's a, and and I, you see these about like with the fresh BTs, right? The fresh Bali Chuva. The fresh Bali Chuva or the, or the fresh Chevra that were from other lives and they realized they were never from and now they're, now they're starting to, you know, get into things. You know, Rebbe speaks about this all the time, about the need, this need of like, wait, 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 wait. It's okay, don't worry, you're in the right direction. Now, huh? Put, put the brakes. Put the brakes, go take a walk, go to the beach, go to a separate beach. Go to, a, go to a place you could actually be, go take a walk, go take a hike, go listen to something. K'mochen b'kedusha. Yeshnam zmanim shemuchrachim natet naicha lamochin. There are times, there was a big, big tzaddik. His name was Reb, um, I think his name, I think who I'm thinking of is Reb Motel Pragan, pra, oh, what's his last name? Pragamansky. Did you ever hear of him? It was before the war. Reb Motel Pragamansky. I think this is what the story is about. Baal Moyach, amazing, he got very sick. The doctors told him you, you, that you have to stop learning if you want to get better. That's what they told him. And you can't, because any second he was, he was, he was alive, his mind was thinking and learning so much to the extent that it was, it was mamish killing him. And they said you have to go and get, go to a place that has good air. So he went to Baden, it's in Austria, Baden Beidin, where the chief rabbi of Baden Baidin was Rebbe Naftali Karlbach. So little Rebbe Eli Chaim Karlbach and Rebbe Shlomo Karlbach, the twin brothers, would, would host these big gdolim that would come all the time until he met the Friedrich Rebbe first time. Until they met uh, the Ponovich Rebbe, all these gdolim, the Brisker Rebbe would come through. Anyway, so Rebbe Shlomo said that it was the hardest thing in the world for him because he knew that all he wanted to do with him was to talk to him in learning. But the thing is, he was there in order not to think in learning. So he was like the weirdest conversations. That whenever it was like became natural, they had to. You know, his father would take him and say, "Stop, stop." He's here to actually not, because even the greatest mocham, the greatest moach, they need to to just to stop, to stop thinking, to stop thinking the way they normally do. So again, yeshnam zmanim shemuchrochim latet naichal mochim haynu. Now, what does it mean? And and this is the opening for the rest of our learning of this parak. What does it mean to give your mind a rest? It actually is the, it's, a, it's a prep. It's a prerequisite. It's a prep for something. When you give your mind a rest, you're actually doing something much deeper. And that is bitul to a very fine state of emuna. That what? What's, how, do, how does that... What does this mean? That when I stop thinking... When I stop using my mind the way that I normally do, I'm actually doing bittul towards emuna. How is how so? What do you think? The learning is what's keeping you, or what you think the learning is what's keeping you plugged in. To stop for a minute means that there's that you might have the fear that you're risking breaking that connection. But if you really yeah. go there, yeah, and you stay, and you realize you can stay connected, it's, there's no bigger, I think, act of emuna. Nechon, nechon. And that's what Shabbos is. <coughs> you want to say something? No, I'm, I'm just thinking. Okay. Is there it's meant almost to be? Kivo Shavah, huh? Is there meant to be a break from the Torah? I mean, 
I don't think necessarily he's saying over here, stop learning. But what I think he's saying is that there's going to be times where you're going to know on your own that you need to actually close the Sefer. I don't know. It's, it's hard to think practically how this works because how do you stop your mind from working? But like, you know, maybe we're, like, we're working so hard like to, uh, in our Amuna and, you know, uh, tricks and this and that and battling and then like, shops like a little shoot. It's pshuta, but it's also so chazak. It's simple, but it's also so chazak, chazak. Yeah, like when you go to, you know, when you go to sleep, it's the same thing. Like, what do you mean? If you go to sleep, you know, it's the 60th of death. You're willing to go there? Yeah, but I know that if I don't go there, I'm not going to, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to go crazy. And you're leaving the state of learning by going to sleep. Nachon. You might think about things that you learn, but you're not in the state of learning. Nachon. I think, I think I think is, uh, he says, sometimes one has to stop right. and go just to, to the Imuna. Because like when you're learning, learning, constantly learning, you like start thinking, you know, like I understand this, I understand right. that, but then but do I really you get to just right. unplug and then everything is Imuna. Like really, I don't understand anything. Nahon. Nahon. Just gotta, Nahon. Imuna. Bezeh, and he ends off here so strong, and again, this opens for the rest of this parak now. See, interesting, like we always say, he's a breast of all breast of but he doesn't really harp, like the others for him, every two lines, Rabbeinu Zalomer, right? Usually all the breast of his farm, they don't, every two lines, it's like, I was listening, I learned yesterday, you know that, it, I think, it's an Be'erich, more or less, that Abaye is mentioned every four blot throughout Shas, Right? You know that? About Abaye. What's interesting is that Abaye and Rava, all their machlokets and everything, Abaye only won six times. It's a, there's a Rashi Tevos for it. Yalkagam, right. Six different times where, where he, uh, he's right. And yet he's mentioned only six times, uh, every four blots he's mentioned in the Gemara, someone that only won six times. It's pretty, pretty impressive uh, self-confidence to keep on going over there. I met a guy named Abaye in the spotlight Really? It was so he um, so <coughs> usually in the Breslovers farm, Rabbeinu's every two lines. You can't find a two lines without, without Rabbeinu. This sefer is different. I mean, it's it's a his Indian is different. His his air his, his his aura his energy is different. I'm very connected to it. It's very like of course it's all Rabbeinu's But that's I don't need to keep on saying his name to to get to the Nikuda. But now he's opening the gate to go deep into a specific teaching in in Nikute Marani and Ebeni Yisod. And he ends off here by saying, What does that mean? I think, I think, I'm not positive, but when I learned this, I said to myself, wait a second. When it says over here that when you do take this rest, you enable yourself to once again receive which would mean that if I don't take a rest, and I'm still stuck only in the chokhmah, 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 at a certain point, what may it stop being? It becomes me. It becomes, wow, look, I can't believe, look at me, I'm pretty, look at me, I'm plugging in these hours, look, I can't believe it, it becomes me. It becomes me. And Shabbos is, Shabbos, you want to become the real you? Ah, the real you is the hafuch of where you were heading, where the you was leading you six days of the week about, look at me. 
So he says, when this pause in the usage of the mochin and the chokhma takes place, l'shem, mashu, l'shem, for the bigger picture, not because you're being a cop-out, but because you really, really, really want to stay plugged in, you become, you, you, you create the scenario for yourself to once again receive chokhma tekedusha and put you in your place where you really want to be, where you really want to be, a tahar, a naki. that's what's. So that's what. It's, it's an. You have, I think that what you're saying is the perush of a nigun that became abused, which we, which we Baruch Hashem, we have to rechange it again because I see that it's already going back again. But I don't know. About six, seven years ago, I couldn't. I couldn't hear anymore. I don't know. I couldn't. Why? Because you, what you really hear is this, or whatever, right? Beyado afkid ruchi, beis ishan ve'aida. Right when I, in his hand, I place my spirit. When I go to sleep and when I wake up, stop for a second. So we had to change it to Adon Olam, and the, and that nigun has taken the words of Adon Olam to, to the pnimius of the of, of what it really really is. But I'm thinking. We may, we may we may need to re- again. Yes. I th- I think so because it it already has become it already became again like a shtickle, Adonolam in the form of Adonolam. Right. So I was talking about it with Bina. I'm like, but what, what if we pull a Dylan? Will we will we keep people? You know, you know what I'm talking about. If we pull a Dylan, go electric. Ad- no. Sorry, sorry, Paul. Saying, Right? I was thinking. Yeah, still getting. I no no no. I don't. I, I I don't know. How I feel about it. I don't know. I don't know yet. But I, the po- the point is the point. I don't care what nigan. Listen, if people have isayus of tshuva, but I can't imagine it. I can't. I can't imagine it <laughs> necessarily. It doesn't matter what the nigun is. It doesn't matter. As long as we're aware of what we're saying, if we're aware of what we're trying to accomplish, and if we're aware, most importantly for this year, is that the nekuda of Shabbos is menucha shlema she'ata rotzeba. Hashem Yisbarach, what kind of menucha do you want me to have? You want me to have a menucha that enables me to return to my source in order to then come back like a wild beast. For mochin for chokma dekdusha. Stronger than ever, stronger than ever, weiter, higher, stronger, and deeper. We should all be zochet to Beis Hashem. Shkayach, everyone.